This podcast is proudly brought to you by Team Guru. Helping leaders grow, teams perform and organisations communicate. Welcome to episode 10 of the Forza City Podcast. This week, we'll give you all the details from a wet weekend of the PlayStation 4 National Premier League's Queensland action. We have an exclusive chat with new Olympic signing Shane Stefanuto and all the reaction from City's rescheduled match at Olympic last night. Simon Smale is with me as always. Welcome, Simon. Thank you. Let's start with the weekend's wet weather. Hi Dave, yes, another disrupted weekend's action. City's fixture away at Olympic was affected by the wet weather on the weekend, being postponed from Sunday to Tuesday night. And as an Englishman, you made a snide remark to me about that the other day. I did say that if we cancelled games every time it rained in England, we'd never play a game, I have to admit. So was the pitch unplayable the other day, or was it more about the, the deluge that was predicted and getting moving people around the city? I think it was a little bit of both. I think the pitch, there was standing water on the pitch. It would have cut up terribly. And we, I guess at this level, we do have to um, protect the pitches to a certain extent. There's no use playing a game and turning the pitch into a quagmire that then is subsequently unplayable for the next three weeks. Fair enough. So a Tuesday night derby, were you at the game last night? I was, yes. Were you? And how did they go? Um, unfortunately, not that well. It was a very disappointing performance, actually, from City. Um, Olympic are a team on the up, and it really showed. They ran out 2-0 winners thanks to a goal in each half. Oh, breaking our seven-game run of being unbeaten. Yeah, very disappointing. Um, Ramon Close gave the home side the lead. Um, he, he just got given far too much time on the edge of the area, ended up beating a couple of men, and he slot the ball back across goal, beating Allen from the edge of the area. Uh, there were far too many tackles missed, to be honest, but um, and he was given a bit too much respect. Olympic are a completely different side from the team who struggled under Jim Bellis at the start of the season. Their pressure was just incredible. From front to back, they hounded City at every opportunity and forced mistakes, hurried our midfield into poor passes and poor control. It was pretty impressive, and their second was really well earned. Sam Cronin blasted home a free kick from about 25 yards out. An absolute cracker. Rising, beating Tim Allen to the top corner of the goal, and it handed Olympic a deserved win. Disappointing result, but it could have been so different. It, it could. Scott Colson actually had the ball in the net after 19 seconds. It was a really, wow. it was an incredible flowing move. Mitchell Hoare and Nick Buckley combining well down the right and crossing the ball low across the box to Scott, who was flagged for offside. Uh, was he? Well, amazingly enough, there were mixed opinions on the sidelines. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, most of those wearing blue were absolutely adamant that he wasn't, yet the red-shirted home fans were convinced that he was anything from a yard to three yards offside. I, I think it looked close from my perspective. He if he'd been given onside, I wouldn't have been surprised. Well, Cosy certainly has his view. Let's hear from him now. That's the first defeat in seven unfamiliar feeling. What do you think went wrong today? Um, well, having a disallowed goal that wasn't offside, disallowed in the first minute of the first 30 seconds sort of put us on the back foot a bit, but we still played well after that, but then we we made some poor decisions and started turning the ball over, trying to be a little bit too clever, and um, it builds momentum for the other team and made us a little bit indecisive. So it was, look, I'll give Olympic credit, they were, they were well organised and they were structured and they were hard, you know, and they were, they probably were hungrier than we were tonight. 
Was um, the late change a factor? I mean, it must be quite hard for players to get themselves up for a game and then be told well, not look, to. Well, look, I've said to the players before, we're not, we haven't played well. Um, with three Tuesday night games we've had, we've not played well in any of them. Uh, one, both of them were in the FA Cup the previous two. One was against Mitchie and we struggled a little bit. And um, the other one was Redlands in the FFA Cup and we, didn't, we got knocked out. Uh, tonight wasn't too much different. A lot of silly little turnovers and um, poor decisions in, in the wrong areas. That sharpness presumably lacking because the players have all been, been at work all day. It's really a slightly different environment. Yeah, but so. you know what? It's, it's no excuse. The thing is, you, you turn up, you've got to play. So it's no big deal. It's no different to training. You turn up for training and you train. So, no, look, we had some good moments tonight, but we didn't make the most of them. And they were, as I said, they were very desperate in the way they defended. We got numbers in the areas that they needed to. And um, both the goals that we conceded were easily defendable. first one should have been defended, and then the last one, was, I mean, Timmy's put his hand up for it. And fair play to him for being honest. So it's just the way it goes. But, you know, we didn't need to be in that position in the first place. We let them take the game to us after 20 minutes, and that's what hurt us. It's a case of just getting straight back into it for Yeah, we have um, to. Yeah, it's over Sunday. and done with it. Um, you know, we've got a, I mean, it's still up for grabs. You know, we've got a good chance to make finals and play finals football, and we've got to deal with that. We've got to make the most of that opportunity. Absolutely. Thank, unlucky tonight, Cosy. Catch oh, you I wouldn't say Sunday. unlucky. Thanks, mate. Cool. Cheers, mate. Appreciate that. The curse of Tuesday night, Simon. It must be difficult for players to front up after a full day at work and do so when they expected to play that game back on Sunday. Yeah, I, I think it, it must be. Uh, Cosy mentioned that it's no excuse, and, and he's right to an extent. You have to front up whenever you play. But having disrupted preparation obviously did have an effect, and it's important for City to learn how to deal with these situations so we don't get caught out moving forward. And to use a cliche, it was the same for both sides. It, absolutely, yes. Well, since Terry Kirkham has taken over from Jim Bellis, Olympic have undergone a huge resurgence. You also spoke to the victorious Olympic coach after the game. Okay, Terry Kirkham, Olympic coach. Um, that was a very impressive 2-0 win. You've got to be pleased with that. Yeah, very impressed. And, um, you know, we're, we're moving forward and we're progressing in different areas as well. So, you know, no, it's good to see a clean sheet at home. And, uh, you know, it's the first win here for a while. The most impressive aspect from a spectator's perspective was certainly the pressuring that you did right from attack all the way to the back. Um, is that something you've really been working on since you've come into the club? Yeah, um, so yeah, no, it's, um, we're keeping the lines and, and we've certainly been working you know, hard on getting the boys to play to lines and into certain gaps and, and, and bringing teams into areas where we want them to be and, um, and then once we're in there you know, we're, we're working hard you know, all the way from the, from the number nine back to the, you know, the, the, the three and four in the middle so that's something we've, we've worked on pretty hard. That's three wins in a row now. Um, the club has certainly sort of turned a corner since you've arrived. Uh, is that down to uh, just a change of approach, a bit of a freshness around the club? Um, Bellas has obviously been in the club for a long time. Did, did the club need that freshness um, to, in order to push forward as you've done? Oh, look, I think so. I think um, you know, just the way that this team's playing, the, the team certainly wasn't playing like that. Um, you know, and um, you know, I strengthened a couple of areas with a couple of key players that we brought in. But you know, we've made a lot of changes to what was going on previously. But not just on the field, you know, off the field as well. And and that's what the club's hired me to do. And uh, I've come in 
with an open slatter and made all the changes and and uh, you know and, and that's been a big difference. Shane Stefanuto was watching on today, not in the starting lineup. I believe he only started training this week. Is that is that right? Yeah, that's right. No, I didn't want to bring him in, um, and and he wasn't. You know, he's had two weeks off. He's just been on holiday as well. So, you no, know, we're not rushing. You know, we're doing really well. And um, you know, and as I said, uh, you know, Shane's just going to add another you know quality play to us. But we we now lose. Um, you know, we lose our centre back and Matt Monday next week with cards. So, you know, Shane's a good signing. I, I knew we needed to make that signing and. Uh, as soon as he became available, there was no misunderstanding on, you know, I was going to go after him and uh, and he's going to do very well for us. Brilliant. Thanks very much. Congratulations yeah. on your win. No worries. Thank you. They certainly were impressive in victory, Olympic, and they move up to seventh on the table while City remain in fourth spot. Yes, once again, it closes up a bit at the top. City could have gone third there last night after Redlands United were belted by Moreton Bay United 6-2 at Water Park on Saturday, leaving them level on points and goal difference, but unfortunately City unable to capitalise and remain in that last playoff spot. It tells a really good story from the competition when the seventh-place side was able to put the fourth-place side under so much pressure and get away with a win. Oh, it does. I think... Now, with a couple of exceptions, every team on its day can beat the other team, and so momentum is so important, which is why it's disappointing to end that run of seven wins, seven matches undefeated. It's important now for City to regroup. What a great competition, and as you say, time for City to start again and earn that momentum back. So tell us, Simon, what else happened around the league? Well, there's plenty of goals around the state, Dave. The Heat needed a late, late goal to see off the pride in Cairns, 3-2 the final score there. It was also 3-2 on Saturday night at Perry Park for the Strikers over Gold Coast in an absolutely fantastic game by all reports. The Fury picked up their first points of the season and were actually unlucky to come away with just a draw, 3-all against Sunshine Coast up in Townsville. And the Thunder versus the Raw youth game was postponed due to the wet weather. I tell you what, it's good to hear the Fury having a, a pretty decent result up north. Absolutely. It was good for them to finally get that monkey off their back and then hopefully that means they can relax a little bit and start performing how they should be. Some great results from around the league. Thank you, Simon. And one player who wasn't featured in the game last night was former Brisbane Roar and Socceroo fullback Shane Stefanudo. As we reported a few episodes ago, the 36-year-old signed for Olympic earlier this year after retiring from the Roar. Six years, 134 games he played for the Roar, including two Hyundai premierships and three championships. So what a fantastic career and a wonderful addition to the club. Shane just started training with the club this week. As I said, he didn't play last night, but he was there to watch and Simon spoke with him after the game. Um, Shane Stefanetto, um, Olympic's latest signing. Um, did you enjoy what you saw there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the boys were very solid, especially second half. They, you know, I think we we um, we looked like we were pretty comfortable. So a bit of momentum now for the boys, so it's good. It's good. Um, yeah, we'll see over the next couple of weeks how we go. Return to training this week after yeah. a bit of a break. Yeah. Um, are you hoping to force your way into, into contention for next oh, week? Oh, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to think too far ahead, to be honest. I've got to get on the ground and, and do a few sessions, so I went away you know, for a little, little break. So... Um, in terms of when I play, you know, when I'm required and when, when, the, when the boss, you know, needs me. So when that is, I'm not sure yet. I think Terry mentioned there's probably going to be a couple of suspensions um, mm. arising from this game. So maybe, um, maybe you might be required um, to get involved sooner rather than later. Do you think you'll be able to um, just 
get straight on into again, things? Again, all I've done is a pool session so far, so um, <laughs> okay. I haven't really even trained with the boys so far. So, um, uh, look, you know, again, we'll see how the week goes, and, and when the boss needs me, he'll call on me, and you know, there, there I'll be for him. Well, it looks like it was warmer where you were than it is here. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'm freezing, I'm freezing, but anyway. No, um, enjoy the win, best of luck for the rest of the season. Yeah, thanks, sir. Thanks. Cheers, sir. He has a healthy glow, does he? Uh, he looks like he's had a good time off, yes. Um, but he still looks fit. He seemed very excited to play. And although he was feeling the cold a little bit last night. Really? Yeah, well, it was a little bit chilly, to be honest. Okay, even for you, hey? Even for me. City hoping they won't feel the cold when they take on the fire this weekend. It's going to be important to put this defeat behind them when they head up the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. Yeah, obviously, as we've mentioned, the first defeat in seven games for City. It was a phenomenal run. It has come to the end. It's going to be interesting to see how City responds to the defeat on Sunday up on the sunny coast. It's been an almost forgotten feeling for City, so to go away from home again, it's going to be another big test. It will be a big test. That's a 5pm kickoff at the Western Fields up there in Kiwana. And unfortunately, we've been bumped from the main stadium. Yeah, we have. Um, there's an NRL under-20s game between the Melbourne Storm and West Tigers on Saturday, so apparently they wouldn't be able to get the field right after that for Sunday. So we've been bumped to the Western Fields, although it will still be a fantastic surface, no doubt. No talk of bumping the Melbourne Storm and the West Tigers off to the second field? Oh, I'd have thought Cosy would have had a bit of a pull, but no, unfortunately not. Maybe we'll see what we can do here at the podcast. We'll see if we can make it happen. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> All right, don't hold your breath. Excellent. <laughs> and uh, don't forget that extraordinary general meeting on the 29th of June. It's at 6pm at Corporate Travel Management Stadium and, of course, the school holiday camps as well. Check out Facebook for more details. That's all we have time for today. And remember, if you want your side's results featured on the podcast, let us know. Comment on Facebook or send us a tweet at Brisbane City FC to let us know your story. I'm David Frizzell. Thanks for joining me, Simon. Thank you for having me, Dave. And thank you for joining us for the Forza City Podcast. Bye for now.